Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, So whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well... What better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing EV breakthroughs, early retirement downsides, and pricey dumbbells. How's it going, man? How you doing? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a beautiful morning. Uh, I mentioned that because the past few days have actually been pretty rainy, and uh, you've been sticking it out. I noticed you continued to bike over here to the uh, our little basement studio. You got, you know, you had your bike, but then you had your wet weather gear on as well. You're committed to the uh, the bike hustle, dude. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, that that gear is so clutch for being able to ride through the rain, and especially when it's sprinkling, it's it's like no brainer. It's not a big deal. Sometimes if it's raining super hard, it's Downpour. just hard to see or you get <laughs> soaked anyway. But yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of gear you have on. If it's pouring down <laughs> yeah. rain, you're still going to get completely drenched. But yeah, like with a drizzle, having a nice jacket, some of that light weather gear is easily enough to, to keep you dry, especially as the weather's cooling down a little bit now. Uh, you know, there's cooler temperatures plus a little bit of water can really chill you to the bone if you don't have the, uh, the proper gear. So yeah, that's true. Well, all right. So speaking of biking, uh, I... 
broke down and bought my wife. We we ended up pur- purchasing a spin bike, <laughs> a stationary bike for so we, inside. Which is funny because we joked about this on Wednesday's episode about uh, about you splurging on you know a his and hers Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know Emily wants you to ride next to her on a two thousand dollar bike. That's not gonna happen. So we yeah we definitely went non Peloton because those things are crazy expensive and almost have like this cult like following. And I understand like they, they they make a great product. People are into it. Um, but but we ended up going to play it again sports, uh, which is. I did not know that those still exist, man. They still exist. And actually, I think they're actually doing well through the pandemic because people are into outdoor gear and workout equipment and stuff like that. So I went to our nearest Play It Against Sports, um, got an awesome spin bike for Emily, and she's super into it, uh, super excited. And, and the the great thing I think we talked about um, on, on Wednesday's episode was maybe cutting back on a gym membership. And that's something we've yeah. done. So, so we were members of the YMCA. My wife really loves going there and so that was that was something that we were like all right well how many months of the y membership will you know this this spin bike cost and so all right we got to cancel the membership for at least at least that many months who knows when or if we'll be going back to the ymca yeah Um, but yeah like she's loving the spin bike and working out at home and i gotta say too there are so many free ways that you can get workouts uh, for your bike. You don't have to pay for a monthly subscription to something like Peloton. Um, there's free workout videos on YouTube. Hit them up on YouTube, man. On Facebook. Yeah. Like her, her favorite spin instructor at the YMCA is like releasing free workout videos no on way. Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that's so. awesome. Well, on the note of <laughs> spin bikes, too, did you see that Amazon actually didn't release a Prime bike? Uh, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> and so a company had created this bike and they, they claimed that it was, uh, this is maybe a, a couple weeks ago maybe made in conjunction with amazon but uh yeah exactly it was like this partnership thing and and they they called it the prime bike and when they released that people went crazy and uh actually i think i saw that the uh, peloton stock like dropped (laughs) because of the fear of the competition but it turns out that was a lie (laughs) that actually wasn't the case and amazon quickly put out a statement saying that like no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by late that morning, it was like pulled off the website. Yeah, which is so funny. But I find it really interesting, though, how the generic brand of, of Prime, right, via Amazon, how it carries so much weight yeah. with it, you know? How when we see that something's, oh, a Prime bike, it makes it sound like something that's a little more premium, which is, at least how, that's how I view it, you know? Um, it, like, it's something that you can kind of count on. It's it's solid. It's not going to be the fanciest, but it's going to be really good. Oh, and it's only available for if you are a Prime member. For Prime member, and we are, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think, I don't know, that just speaks to how well they've positioned their own products and how much, you know, that name, Prime, how much that can sway consumers and, and, and just attitudes towards their products. But uh, but yeah. yeah, all that's, yeah, it's a farce. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's true. Reality. But it is interesting to note that if Amazon does, you know, now maybe they're thinking, they're oh, like, hmm, maybe we will. <laughs> maybe we should create one. And uh, Peloton better beware if that happens because it, it's going to eat into their sales. All right, Matt, let's get into our, our Friday flight uh, sampling of stories that we found interesting this week, uh, stories that impact our personal finances and speaking of exercise um, it's been really interesting to see how expensive or out of stock basic workout equipment has become i think that's uh another reason why play it against sports has been just kind of uh, overrun with with people coming to buy stuff used and 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 they sell new stuff too Um, but dumbbells in particular cost so much it's been interesting to see some of the stories that one can you even find them exactly yeah yeah. (laughs) and then two if you can uh often they're on resale sites like ebay and facebook marketplace and the listings are for five six seven times the price of what they typically normally cost be, be, crazy. because the supply is almost non-existent. Um, so uh, I, one thing that we've been doing because 
Emily has like one set of dumbbells that she's had for, for quite a while. And since we only have one set and when we're working out together, I'm just using our one-year-old as a, like nice. a weight. Yeah. So <laughs> lifting him up and down, doing some curls with him. And uh, so I'm sure he enjoys that as well. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. So well, use what you got and don't necessarily pay five times as much for dumbbells than what, you know, what they're worth. Yeah. And like there are so many exercises as well that you can do with your own body weight, man. That's true. Like just like burpees in, in particular, uh, like the high jump burpee, I think is what you call it. But that's where you do a burpee, but you, you you jump up as high as you can and then when you drop down you do a push-up but man you do like 10 20 of those do a few sets of those like that will seriously get your heart rate up but yeah man i'm with you regarding the dumbbells we uh i think maybe back in january i purchased a like a 45 pound uh kettlebell just to be able to do some swings you know to keep a strong back <laughs> and kate realized uh several months ago she's like oh that's something i want to do as well and so i went looking for uh, a kettlebell that was more appropriate for for her strength dude they don't even sell them anymore it was an amazon product it was a like amazon prime vinyl coated amazon basics yeah yeah basics maybe but it was uh just a vinyl coated kettlebell and they're not even making them anymore because i, I think just because of you know supply chain issues yeah, yeah. but so it's difficult to kind of get your hands on them you know and and i know too that you know i think this is a case where shopping secondhand maybe could even cost you more because of the topsy turvy market we're in you know it all comes down to supply and demand there's not a lot of supply there's a ton of demand for folks wanting to work out at home. So if you're looking for some weights, typically we'd recommend for folks go to like the Facebook marketplace, but you actually might find the prices there to be sky high. And so I think this might be a case where we're waiting for more stock to arrive at retailers or, you know, shopping at a place like, like you did, man, like played against sports will we'll help folks to avoid the uh, the crazy costs that individuals are charging these days. Yeah. And, and look for Matt's new YouTube channel, workout video, Richard Simmons like workout videos. <laughs> That's going to be, it's going to be great. If you get me a leotard like that, I will wear it. <laughs> <laughs> People will love it. Yeah, I think you're going to gain a massive following. All right, let's get on to the, to the next story we found interesting this week, Matt. Uh, California has banned new gas-powered cars by the year 2035. That means 15 years from now, you won't be able to buy a new gas-powered car in the entire state. Now, this won't prevent people from owning, selling, or buying used gas-powered vehicles in California. Uh, and it's a move that I think will accelerate the adoption of electric vehicles in our entire country. Hmm. And I say country because California has so much power based on their sheer population size. Yeah. They're, they're what, like 12% of the overall population of the U.S.? Um, so any decision that's made in the state of California has this domino-like effect of what happens to like the automotive industry in this case as a whole. And I just see this decision in particular leading uh, a lot of manufacturers to start rethinking their plans for the next couple of decades uh, of what cars they're planning to manufacture and moving hard in the EV direction. Yeah, something else, too, that I think will propel it along is, in addition to this California state law, Tesla battery breakthroughs are going to also help to push down the prices of electric vehicles, man. Prices have already plummeted significantly. A story in Ars Technica showed that over the past 10 years, the cost of batteries has dropped nearly 90%. And so when a large portion of uh, an electric vehicle's cost is the battery, is the technology that goes into its power, big improvements on that technology can really bring down the cost. And more innovation is, is on the way too, according to Elon Musk. You know, we're, we're set to see $25,000 Teslas just three years from now, which is an incredible sign that EVs will, will quickly become the new vehicle of choice for, for many Americans in the near future. Yeah, I feel like I read so many stories this week about electric vehicles, about 
batteries and just to see kind of what's happening in that space. In, in, 10 years from now, I, 15 years from now, for sure, I can't imagine many of us will be considering buying a new gas-powered vehicle. And, and on top of that, Consumer Reports just published their own research that they did that shows that the maintenance costs for an electric vehicle are less than half of that for a gas-powered vehicle. Uh, and uh, specifically, consumers who purchase an electric car can expect to save an average of $4,600 in repair and maintenance costs over the life of that vehicle compared to a gasoline-powered car. So I, I feel like everything I'm reading this week makes EVs come out smelling like roses. I've got my Nissan Leaf, which has a range of like 20 miles <laughs> now. <laughs> it's, it's degraded <laughs> over time. It's not that great. But the new EVs that are coming out and the new battery capabilities are just changing the game. They're making people less anxious about the range of that vehicle. Um, and as the costs come down too, I mean, EVs are quickly becoming and quickly will continue to become more of a, a no-brainer decision for, for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I know for us though, like the biggest issue is range, you know? And when we have only one vehicle, we want to be able to hop in that vehicle and road trip with it, essentially. And so for me, at least, that that's our biggest barrier is the ability to, to travel longer distances you know but with these battery improvements i see that coming i see five years from now like the range is going to be greatly improved and, and so like not only are the costs coming down the batteries are just going to have more capacity and you're going to be able to go further in the car that you're buying well, if that's the case, then I'm all for it. You know, yeah. like if I can drive 12 hours in one day, basically with very few stops, you know, where you, know, you kind of just like top off the battery a little bit, maybe at a charging station, I am for that. But until that's the case, man, until that's the reality, I think it's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to stick with our old gasoline powered vehicle for maybe, I don't know, the next decade or so. Okay. All right. I want to drive that thing into the ground. I want it to be, I want it to look like my iPhone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just battered and bruised. Yeah. Just cracked glass everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if you want Not, that. Yeah, I don't actually want that. To be <laughs> but no, but uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And, and uh, Matt, on the note of gasoline driving a gas-powered car, there there was a, an interesting article that I read in USA Today about states raising gasoline taxes right now. As, as gas prices have fallen and demand has fallen, uh, states need to make up revenue in order to pay uh, to, to maintain road systems. And New Jersey just made apparently the, the biggest hike in gas tax of like, I think, close to 10 cents a gallon. Uh, other states recently have implemented increases in the gas tax like California, Virginia, Nebraska, South Carolina, and Alabama. Um, so yeah, just note that while gas prices are down, a lot of states are increasing their gas tax. Um, and it's something that you you might barely even notice. Um, but and, and I think it's it, it, like nobody like loves gas prices going up, but it is one of these things that's, it's necessary in order to continue to maintain the roads for us all to drive on, right? Yeah, man, that's right. Uh, and so let, let's talk now about paying for student loans. Uh, Google announced recently that they will be helping their employees pay off their student loans, man. Starting in 2021, Google uh, will match $2,500 in payments towards the student loans of the folks who work there. We're seeing more and more companies uh, attempting to, to step up their game, helping workers with the burden of student loans. I love that this benefit is becoming more mainstream. In the past, we've seen different companies step up and say, pay for some additional education, right? Whether that be just specific courses or even you know companies paying for an MBA uh, for somebody who, who works there. But to see companies like Google now pay student loans that you've already incurred, I think that's a, a fantastic benefit for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when Anthony was on the show on Monday, Matt, he talked about not taking on debt for school. And, and you and I, we agree. We'd love to see high school students not take on debt for their education or at least keep it to a minimum. But it's also good to see that companies are realizing the benefits of, of partnering in that loan payoff with their employees right. because it has become such a, a massive burden. Uh, so if you do have student loan debt and you're interviewing for a new job, 
Look at additional non-salary benefits that are being offered by your company and advocate for yourself and negotiate your entire compensation package. It's not always about that bottom line number of what not the salary just about looks that like. Because yeah. Yeah, <laughs> those intangibles, those extra benefits that a company offers can add up to thousands and thousands of dollars in additional benefits that can be really, really meaningful. Yeah, it makes that interviewing process maybe a little more complicated. But man, we live in a complicated world. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, on the note of paying for college, uh, filling out the FAFSA, uh, man, that is even more important right now, specifically this year, if you're going to be a student or if you have a student in college for the 2021-22 academic year. The, uh, the information that you use to fill out the FAFSA this year will be based on 2019 taxes, which is obviously before many of us were impacted by the shutdowns, right? And so any financial aid should be based on your current situation, not last year's. So make sure that you file early because you'll need time to then request a professional judgment. Oh, and then people might be wondering, what's a professional judgment? <laughs> what's a professional judgment? I'm a professional judger, so like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But uh, what what that is, what that means is it's when you contact a financial aid office at any of the schools you're applying to in order to submit up-to-date information that would give the school the clearest picture of your financial situation. Situation, right? Information like if you if you've been laid off or furloughed, those notices, unemployment checks, or medical bills that you've incurred, uh, basically any of these documents that are going to help clear up what your current financial situation is could help you qualify for more assistance than what your FAFSA shows. Because again, like Matt said, we're talking about last year's numbers on the FAFSA, but things have changed quite a bit this year. And so, yeah, you need to file early so that you can request that professional judgment. And if your situation has drastically changed, you should be able to find a lot more financial aid resources. That's right, man. All right. We've got a few more stories to get to after the break. We're going to talk about uh, what retail looks like this fall, as well as financial independence and, and retiring early. We'll get to those stories, plus a couple more right after the break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money 
I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach. Do. Every single summer, we've already got that trip to St. Simon's on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, we're back from the break. And Matt. Early on, we talked about the prime bike that wasn't to be, uh, that, that didn't actually exist. And and now we're going to talk about Amazon just announced their prime day. Oh, yeah. Uh, recently, I think last week. So if you are a prime member, I think sometimes people get annoyed with us talking about Amazon. I love them, but I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the, the interesting thing about prime day happening on October 13th and 14th is that a lot of people follow suit and also have sales on those same days. Obviously, it's a way for Amazon to try to increase the attachment that its loyal customers have to the site. But at the same time, a lot of other retailers, including a lot of small businesses, create sales on similar days to kind of create this effect of like a a second Black Friday, essentially. Um, And the important thing to note now is that you shouldn't be waiting until the last minute to do your Christmas shopping. And something like Prime Day could be the perfect time for you to start buying gifts for your loved ones and not necessarily at Amazon, right? Yeah, other retailers are jumping on board, specifically Target. I mean, they are having what they're calling sales days on the exact same days that Prime Days are happening, the 13th and the 14th. But it is an interesting effect, you know, because typically Prime Day happens in the summer, right? But because of COVID, that's something that they kind of kicked down the road a little bit. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they couldn't keep up with demand. Uh, There were so many purchases that were already happening uh, due to COVID that it just wasn't feasible for them to then have additional sales on top of that. Plus, I think it probably would have looked bad if they're like, hey, guess what? We're going to have Prime Days and kind of capitalize on the fact that people are shopping more from home anyway. But but like you said, I think it will shift the... Even though we're shifting Prime Day back, it sort of shifts the holiday shopping season forward just slightly. But maybe that is a smart thing to do as well because of you know shipping delays. I don't know if you've noticed, but like we've seen packages that say that they're going to show up on a Wednesday, and then we're lucky if if they show up you know before the weekend. Yeah, I feel like I'm pulling my hair out looking at FedEx tracking numbers sometimes. Um, like in particular on 
on on the the newest version of the rad wagon that i purchased oh that's right and it just like keeps getting delayed and delayed and it's delayed it's supposed to show up at the end of september yeah but you're getting that delay um probably it might be mid-october at this point who oh. knows yeah so it which is which is fine right it's not a big deal but that's just another reason for people to plan ahead and to and especially since we're doing more online shopping buy buy gifts for your loved ones earlier than you normally would because of those shipping delays and because sales are happening too yeah, so you can finally snag that Instant Pot, if that's still the hot item this I, year. I don't know, man. You're we'll five see. years behind the curve if you're getting your Instant Pot <laughs> yeah. now. All right, man. We, we often talk about FIRE, right? Financial independence, retire early. But uh, we mostly tend to focus on the first part, the uh, financial independence part. We believe that financial independence gives individuals the flexibility and opportunity to do pretty much what, whatever they would like to with their time, right? You know, when you're not beholden to a job in order to earn an income, you're financially independent and you have freedom over your life. If that sounds amazing to you, we are with you. That's uh, an amazing goal to have. But you know how you spend your time can can have a big impact on your brain. Yeah, there's a recent study, Matt, and I think it, it actually lends credence to the fact that uh, of, of why you and I are not fans of the RE part, of the retire early part. Uh, the new research is based on this retirement program in China. And it shows that w- within a couple of years of participants retiring, there's a noticeable amount of cognitive decline. Specifically, the largest negative effect was measured in something called delayed recall, which is an individual's ability to recall something that was mentioned just a few minutes earlier. This sounds is, like a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie when he gets older, like <laughs> delayed recall. <laughs> <not total> recall. <laughs> exactly. Uh, th- well, and and th- this it's not surprising either, right? Because while we're at work, most of our minds are are challenged, and and right. if we stop working, that sharpening th- uh, that's happening to our brains while we're working just isn't going on anymore, and so our brains can essentially get out of shape. Um, there's like a, a saying: if you rest, you rust, and, and I think that's uh, an important thing to think about when we're thinking about what retirement looks like, right? They also cited that with retirement, there's a decrease in social activities too. Um, I guess right now we're all having a, a massive decrease in social activities. We're not seeing our coworkers. There's no water cooler talk. But this intuitively makes sense because a lot of our friendships and relationships are associated with the work that we do. And so if we opt to retire early or even when we retire at normal age, um, right. it's, it's important to keep some of those things going because it's good for our brains. Yeah, man. So yeah, for this reason, I, that's why we're pretty big on the financial independence aspect of FIRE, right? And less the uh, RE side of the acronym. And especially here in the US, you know, retiring, it often carries a negative connotation of, of not doing anything. And, and that's not what we're all about here. And so, but here's the thing, man, I am less concerned about the mind of like younger professionals, you know, who are excelling at work, taking on new roles, or maybe like a couple with kids who are creatively finding ways to cut back their expenses. If they retire early, then I might think that their brains will continue to be engaged. I would assume that there might be additional like, you know, new opportunities that would present themselves as they're likely working towards something or, you know, they're retiring towards something. But I do have a, a concern for individuals who have maybe worked their entire lives in a standard nine to five where they have retirement taken care of. Maybe they even have a a company pension and they're not necessarily working towards anything specific. When you retire early, you know, I've seen that it's typically because you're working towards something else. Uh, But when you retire on time at 65, you don't necessarily have to have that next big thing lined up. And so that's where I see how retirement could have some, some pretty negative effects so yeah, man. I, you know, I'm not totally sure on this, but like, I feel that this is where I could see how retirement could have, you know, some pretty negative effects. Yeah, yeah. I think just anecdotally, I, I've seen in, in some of the people that I love when they retired, 
if they didn't have multiple hobbies that uh, that they were really into or areas of service where they were plugged in, uh, working alongside other people, caring for others, I felt like there was a noticeable drop off in their social and cognitive abilities. And so, yeah, I think that's important to be plugged into something meaningful to hopefully multiple meaningful things as you get older and when you retire. Yeah. And like you mentioned too, the pandemic has only, I think, amplified this. Like we have seen how social isolation, how that can have a negative effect on us. And so I think it's important to look ahead and see how, how this actually might affect you down the road when it does come time to retire. Yeah. You're almost getting like a, obviously we're still, so many of us are still working and working from home. It just looks different, but, but you are getting somewhat of a preview of what um, retirement and that kind of isolation could look like. Are you going to be able to be motivated to work on something on your own from home or, or is that going to be difficult. And, and so, yeah, sometimes I think people get too excited about quitting work and it's okay to quit work and engage in other activities. Just make sure there are other meaningful activities to engage in. Um, so does that mean that we're against retirement? No way, right? But but regardless, if you're looking to retire early at age like 35 or 40 or on time closer to age 65, it's important to, to work towards having that healthy social life, keeping your mind engaged and sharp, making sure you have relationships outside of your job, or if you really are good friends with your coworkers, that those relationships also exist outside of just the work context. And then hang out on the weekends, living life, like going for a hike, doing doing the stuff. Uh, life stuff. Getting out in nature, exactly. <laughs> and, and when it comes to keeping your mind sharp, it's good to have outlets that you're working towards. Uh, volunteering, a personal entrepreneurial endeavor, or, or maybe even a, another job, a part-time job, doing something you've always wanted to do. Um, now that you have the financial means, you can do that lower paying job that seems exciting. Because when you're financially independent, you can take a job or a position that's less demanding or more creatively fulfilling. It's not all about the salary. Um, So it's just one of those interesting things to consider. That study just kind of prompted some thoughts for Matt and I about retirement and staying sharp. And uh, yeah, I think retirement sounds great. And then for a lot of people, they get there, they quit their job, and then they're a little aimless. And it's not as, as fulfilling as they hoped it would be. Yeah. And so on the note of retiring, uh, actually, <laughs> Fidelity, they released some guidelines on how much you should uh, have saved by specific ages in order to traditionally retire, right? Uh, and their rule of thumb said that we should shoot for having uh, one times your salary by the age of 30, three times your age by 40, and then six times your salary, your annual salary by the age of 50, and then so on as well. But you know, this might sound impossible to a lot of folks, but you know what, man? This whole saving and investing thing it's a long game, and, and we often underestimate the power of, of compound interest. I saw something recently that was illustrating the, the power of compound interest, and they were saying how like if you do eight plus eight, and then you do that seven more times, right? So like eight plus eight, a total of eight times, you can easily calculate in your mind what that's going to be sixty four, right? Yep. Like it makes sense. It's it's not that difficult. But if you do eight times eight and you do that seven more times, I don't even know. Uh, well, and, and it's, well, here's the thing. It's over 16 million. Oh, wow. Uh, it is just so hard for us to wrap our brains around compounding. And that's essentially what you know our money invested in the market does. Like It sits there, you earn money on that money, and then the money that you have total, you earn more interest on that money, and, then, and so on and so forth, right? Like That is compound interest. And so I use that illustration just to encourage folks, because it's not necessarily about having that, uh, you know, you setting aside every single one of those dollars. It's about getting uh, investing. And if you can, getting invested early, uh, because the more time you have on your side for uh, the money that you set aside to earn interest, uh, the better off you're going to be in the long term. Yeah, the more you're able to set aside today means the, the that you're going to have to set aside less in, in your older working years. That's um, right. Because that, that dollar uh, has a much greater impact right now than 
it will further on down the road. Heck yeah. And sometimes I hesitate to give those numbers from studies like this, like fidelities, but I think it is, it's helpful for people to see those numbers. Just don't let those numbers get you down. Um, and, and know that if you see that and you're like, I'm nowhere close to that number. Well, you're not alone. Most people aren't anywhere close to that number. Those right. are hard numbers to achieve. And so, yeah, getting started, um, increasing that uh, contribution by one or 2% every time that you get a raise, uh, or twice a year, like whatever you can do to, to slightly increase it over time, it's going to have a massive impact. Uh, if you're not there, like don't kick yourself. Um, you, you can do it. And, and just, uh, it's, it's these small changes that we can continue to implement over time that are going to actually help us get there over the long haul, but we're just not going to do it in, in like a short period of time, like in the next couple of weeks or months. Yeah, that's right, man. Exactly. All right. Well, that's going to be uh, it for this episode. Listeners can find our show notes up on our website at howtomoney.com. Yeah. And if you've been listening for a while, but you haven't read any of the articles on our site, well, we just published one about saving money on your cell phone bill. That's right. Go check that one out. It's on the, the front page of howtomoney.com. And if you're paying more than 30 bucks a month <laughs> for your cell phone bill, you can likely save a good bit. So go check that article out. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. And Matt, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.